Welcome back to the show. Well, it wasn't a great visit to the West Coast for former uh, for current Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. I mean, it started well. After all, he did come and announce a $1 billion lithium-ion battery plant for Maple Ridge. But it all went downhill after that. Last night, the Prime Minister went for dinner at Vidges on Camby Street. Unfortunately for him, about 250 protesters arrived. 100 police officers had to be deployed. And two people were arrested after protesters call, called for a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war. Now, after Trudeau and his security team drove off, police officers attempted to disperse the crowd. A 27-year-old man was arrested for allegedly punching a female police officer and attempting to gouge her eyes. Take a listen to the crowd as Trudeau uh, decided to leave. Shame on you! You have blood on your hands! Call for a ceasefire! Call for a ceasefire! Call for a ceasefire! You have blood on your hands! You fund genocide! You fund genocide just to look! Look at us! Look at us! Look at us! That went on for a while. Well, earlier in the day, Prime Minister Trudeau spoke in Maple Ridge, where he urged Israel to protect civilian life in the brutal war it was waging on Hamas and the Gaza Strip. He said the world is witnessing the killing of women, children, and babies, and that it must stop. Take a listen to his comments. The human tragedy that is unfolding in Gaza is heart-wrenching. All innocent life is equal in worth, Israeli and Palestinian. I urge the government of Israel to exercise maximum restraint. Hamas needs to stop using Palestinians as human shields. They need to release all hostages immediately and unconditionally. We need the violence to stop urgently. Now, the Associated Press reported that Israel conducted what it called a precise and targeted operation against Hamas uh, in a hospital in Gaza uh, at that facility early Wednesday morning local time. It gave no further details, but it said it was taking steps to avoid harm to civilians. Now, as reports of that development emerged, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu took aim at Mr. Trudeau on Twitter. He said, it is not Israel that is deliberately targeting civilians, but Hamas that beheaded, burned, and massacred civilians in the worst horror perpetrated on Jews since the Holocaust. He goes on to say, while Israel is doing everything to keep civilians out of the harm's way, Hamas is doing everything to keep them in harm's way. Israel provides civilians in Gaza humanitarian corridors and safe zones. Hamas prevents them from leaving at gunpoint. Well, joining me now to talk a little bit about uh, Mr. Trudeau's visit here and his comments and and how the world has been responding to some of those comments is Warren Kinsella. He's a Toronto-based lawyer, author, and consultant and former special assistant to Prime Minister Jean Chrétien. Warren, thank Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, my friend. Yeah, it, it, sorry for that long introduction, but I think I wanted to provide people a bit of context in regards to uh, what uh, transpired yesterday. What do you make of this response from Israel uh, directed at uh, Prime Minister Trudeau? It's not great. Um, I was actually very surprised. I, I think a lot of people were very surprised by what Trudeau said, because just a, a few days before, in French, in the province of Quebec, he had rightly characterized, you know, the shooting up of uh, uh, Jewish schools and firebombing of a synagogue and Jewish community center as terrorism. And, um, it, you know, it, it was. It's factually is, is definitely that. It meets every definition we've got in the criminal code. And then a few days later, it's like he, he's kind of flip-flopped and 
sounded alone amongst you know leaders in the West, uh, highly critical of Israel, and um, Israel pushed back, and it wasn't just you know Benjamin Netanyahu who did so. The leader of the opposition in Israel, you know, who opposes the Netanyahu government, um, uh, also tweeted back at Trudeau, and so people there are pretty mad at him. And um, I, I just don't understand what the strategy was, because I don't think he advanced any of his political interests or, or Canada's interests, frankly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't see Mr. Netanyahu electoring Rishi Sunak, uh, of the, the prime minister of the UK, or the leader of France or Germany or uh, President Biden. Um, is this, in your mind, uh, uh, this uh, the way he was speaking, uh, uh, a leader who is courting a certain segment of the vote? Could it, could, it, could it be just as simple as that? He's not doing very well in the polls. You've got a significant um, uh, Muslim population that is very concerned of what's happening there. Uh, not too long ago, he also spoke of India's involvement in, in an assassination. Many said he should have held, handled that privately, and that should not been, have been in the open. Uh, many have also said that he was courting a certain vote as well in both cases, not doing well in the polls. How do you see this? Is this a question of, of, of Trudeau trying to court a domestic uh, vote uh, and, and, and still getting himself in trouble globally? Yeah, well, it's, I really, really, really hope he's not doing that uh, because it would be pretty despicable, um, particularly in a situation where there's been um, you know, people who have been killed, as uh, we saw in Surrey, or uh, many people have been killed, as we saw on October 7th in Israel, mm-hmm. um, to, you know, subject all of those <clears throat> tragedies to a political calculation is pretty gross. Mm-hmm. But, you know, have politicians done it in the past? Uh, they certainly have. The thing I don't understand about the clip he played, and, and you know, where he is very critical of Israel, you know, if you look at all the polling that's taken place since October 7th, about 85% of Canadians support uh, Israel and believes Israel has a right to defend itself and to take out Hamas. Uh, like, that's a pretty sizable number. And my suspicion is, and I just, I just tweeted about this, actually, you know, with the firebombing of the synagogue and the shooting up of the Jewish schools and the attacks on Jews that are happening from Vancouver to Prince Edward Island, um, I think that number is going to grow. So, you know, if Trudeau is doing all of this for crass political reasons, it, it, it's it's the worst strategy because it looks like he's aligning himself with uh, a lot of people who um, you know are considered a mob by a lot of Canadians. Mm-hmm. Now, you were, as I said, a special assistant to Prime Minister Jean Chrétien. It's a difficult moment. Uh, you have Canadians who may not be happy with what uh, Israel's policies. Uh, you also have uh, a sizable Jew- Jewish population who are absolutely concerned and rightfully concerned that they believe in Israel's right to exist. Uh, they are fighting a terrorist group in Hamas, and they do wish to have to be rid of Hamas as well. It's difficult, and it's, it's a tough time for an elected official to make sure all those issues are balanced, but at the same time providing support to, to your allies. What advice, would you have given, what advice would you have given to Jean Chrétien, our Prime Minister today, in regards to how you handle a very polarizing sort of an issue like this to, to a Canadian audience? You, you have to confront it, and you have to confront it face on. You know, he is, for example, the only Western leader that I'm aware of who hasn't traveled yet to Israel. Hmm. Um, France's leader, the United States, Britain, everybody's gone. He has not. Um, I think that's noteworthy. 
The other thing that he's not done, and I would have advised him to do, and God knows I'm not advising him, but, you know, to go on TV and give a presidential-style address and say, you know, point out those things that I just talked about a minute ago, Mm -hmm. like shooting up a Jewish school where children are, and and a synagogue, and and attacks in a mosque, and, and, you know, attacks in all of these communities. That's, That's not who we are. And here are the steps I'm going to take as a government to ensure that these don't, things don't happen anymore. I'm going to better fund, you know, bias crime education and bias crime units for police forces across the country. I'm going to toughen up the sections of the criminal code. So I'm going to make it a crime to actively promote a terror group in Canada, a listed terror group. There's a number of things he can do, you know, beef up the provisions in the criminal code about intimidation, because there's a hell of a lot of intimidation taking place particularly directed at the Jewish community. Those are the things he can do as a prime minister. And I think that people want to see that. They want to see some leadership other than some tweets where, you know, they look like they were, you know, uh, authored by artificial intelligence, you know, that where they don't really say anything at all. Mm-hmm. He needs to step up clearly to the microphone uh, as the prime minister and say, here's what's going on, and here's how we need to stop it. Biden's already done that. You know, Biden did that two weeks ago. That's happened in France and Britain and everywhere else. Trudeau's not done it, and I don't understand that because that's the one thing that, whether you voted for him or not, that's something you expect your prime minister to do. Well, and especially I was watching some video of uh, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, and she spoke with such clarity in regards to what we're up against uh, in Hamas, such clarity. And you're absolutely right. I haven't heard any of that from Trudeau. I've, I've covered events in Israel. I've traveled to, to Lebanon, Egypt, and Libya. And I've been to Hezbollah headquarters. And, 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 and this is exactly what you sometimes need to do as a leader is to articulate what we're up against. And I don't think our leader, our prime minister, has done that in a very uh, sincere and thoughtful way. And you, I think you're absolutely right in regards to speaking to Canadians and say this is what we're up against. And he hasn't done that. And one of the things about clarity in my mind is knowing what uh, Hamas perpetrated. I understand you uh, had access to some footage that you recently saw in regards to Hamas's attack uh, on Israeli citizens. Yeah, so um, a week ago I was invited by the Israeli consulate along with some other journalists uh, to see uh, 42 minutes of Hamas footage. And you know, unlike the Nazis, the Hamas um, were proud of what they did. They were wearing GoPros. They had their their cell phones out. They were recording footage, and that footage was recovered uh, when some of the Hamas terrorists were killed by uh, the IDF, but also some of it they put on the Internet themselves. And just like it, it, it was horrible. Uh, you know, I've been a cop reporter in Calgary and Ottawa, mm-hmm. and I've seen crime scenes. I've never seen anything like this. I saw 138 men, women, children and babies being murdered. And um, in all the stories that you've heard about, it's true. Uh, There were children, there were babies beheaded. There were women raped. There were people who were elderly who were shot at a bus stop. Like terrible, terrible things took place on that day. And we only saw less than 10% of what took place. Um, We were allowed to see it because the families had agreed that it was important that world leaders and journalists around the world saw it. And, you know, when you think about them having to do that, 
it's because Israel's always put to a higher standard, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, like <laughs> when when Ukraine was invaded by Putin, you know. It, you know, Zelensky didn't have to come up with video showing the terrible things that were happening in his country that Russia was doing to his countrymen. Like, we believed him. But in the case of Israel, and I believe it's because of anti-Semitism, they're put to this higher standard. And even when they, they come up with the proof, you have people like Sarah Jama, who's a member of the provincial parliament here in Ontario, saying she doesn't believe anything. and She thinks yeah. the Zionist lobby came up with it. So it's pretty gross and it's pretty depressing, but you know Israel understands that uh, it needs to keep world opinion on side, and I think mainly in the West uh, that has happened. And the and the other interesting thing is that a lot of the Arab countries who have been critical of Israel or who actually funded Hamas in the past are not in this fight. I think Hamas thought they would be by this point. And that hasn't happened, and that's good news. Yeah, Warren, as always, uh, enjoy your comments and your thoughts. Really appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thanks, my friend.